This is Cinema Architects, where three future architects design an awesome movie plot. Welcome to Cinema Architects, everybody. I'm Robbie. I'm Austin. I'm Nate. And uh, it's going to be... What would you call this? A, a drama, Nate? No, it it's be... a murder mystery. Ooh. Maybe it has elements of drama in it, but people... I would call a murder mystery pretty <laughs> dramatic. This is true. This is true. But people will die. And there's a sacrifice we must be willing to make. But uh, yeah, no, I, I had an idea for a murder mystery uh, over the weekend, and... Um, I was just curious how you guys interpreted it, because I, I have a very set path in my brain, but to not stifle the creativity and the brain juices flowing in this room, Ooh, I'd, I'd love l- those brain juices. I'd like to let you guys go first and Agatha Christie the shit out of this. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Okay. Uh, Austin, should I go first or should you? Well, first, Nate, you should probably give your like. Oh, the just seed. My, my premise. Yeah, yeah okay, sorry. I, I gave everybody a, a kernel, a kernel of an idea, uh, so that they might. He gave me a sergeant. On take the fly off. Too. No. Get it? No. Nope. Nope. Do nope. Nope. It? Nope. No. Do you understand the pun? It's me, the Colonel. <laughs> your five dollar Philip at KFC. They're just a bunch of money holes. <laughs> <laughs> Go watch the KFC Funny or Die video with John Goodman, please. If you're if you're listening to this, just go watch that. Um, anyways, um, the idea that I, I seeded for everybody here was a runner leaves her fi- on her 15-minute run, and then she comes back to find that her mother has been brutally murdered. She goes through a brief period of grief that sets into panic as the police suspect that the murderer might strike again. Pretty generic so far. So why brutally? I just, just want to know. Because um, Nate hates women. Well, no. I, no, it's just, <laughs> it's interesting to me how it's like, because I'm a runner, for, for those who don't know, listening. And so I'll go out for my run really quick, and I'll only be gone for like 12 minutes. When you're running, like 12 minutes seems like a freaking eternity at times, you know. Right. Um, yeah, I've tried re- running before. It, it, yeah, yeah. People try. You know, it's like I, I move yeah, my legs. I tried legs. it. Not for me. <laughs> not, no, not for me either. But, I mean, like I'll be gone for twelve minutes, and it just seems like, oh gosh, like what a morning. And I get back, and it's like, oh, like my roommate's in the same spot I left him. Like I guess it really wasn't that long, kind of thing. You know. Right. 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 It's right. it's just it's funny to me how you miss that brief little window of time, and sometimes something really interesting happened. Like, oh, you just missed it. Like, so and so just fell over and, and hit his head on the table. We're gonna go take him to the ER or whatever. You know, like, oh, what the heck happened? You know. Um. So basically, it's when your protagonist, which I'm assuming is the runner in this Correct. case, this is my protagonist, anyway. Wrong. It's the ghost of the mom. <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> it's when they're they're out of the movie basically for like a little bit and then everything happens. Yep. But I guess and brutally murdered. Cause I, I, I just wanted something really unsettling to come back to the murder. And then that sets up the idea of like, was this personal? Was it a struggle? Like what happened? Like there's lots of interesting things I think you can do with that. But I kind of wanted a, not a horror movie, but a, a kind of horrific atmosphere to kind of linger in, in the effect that like this might happen again. And this is what happened when you were gone, you know. Yeah, yeah, you know, I get it. So I that's mean, that's why I yeah. brutally murdered. I'm not, I'm right. not a sadist over here, but <laughs> but I get it. I mean, there's more, there's more stakes. Yes, Nick that's the idea. Likes to refrigerate the women in his stories. <laughs> <laughs> bom, bom. <laughs> oh my God. Yes, that's everyone knows this. 
Okay, so my idea. Your idea? <laughs> yeah, my please. idea. So basically, it's not it's, it's not a fully fleshed out idea, but my idea was that the runner would be the protagonist. Correct. Uh, she finds a mother murdered. Correct. Obviously. That's just, that's all part of the things I set up. Yes. My my thing was that they're in a small town and the police are incompetent. Ooh, okay. To the fact that she is investigating her own mother's murder because yeah. the police aren't doing crap. Yeah. Now, are they comically incompetent or like corruptly incompetent? <laughs> I, I well, just, well, what's all this, Dad? <laughs> right. What's all this over here? Oh, sorry, I see, see some blood. Don't want to touch that. <laughs> it depends Get my on, boots steady. <laughs> it depends on the type of mood that we want for this movie. If we want it more horrific, then I think they're just, it's literally just incompetence in the fact oh, sure. that like they're in a small town nothing happens yeah so uh-huh. like they don't need to do anything you know like yeah i think they've been they're all old they're all old it's they've a, been it's on, a snowball community it's just it's like they've been in the on the force for 40 years and like yeah maybe when they were younger they knew all these things coming out of the academy or whatever sure, but sure. they've done basically nothing for 40 years and they've just lost rescuing it all. cats from trees. Yeah, you know, yeah, donuts. like nothing. Yeah, exactly. Comically stereotypical. Not like, but not comically. They're just like they don't know. That's fair. Oh no! I spilled my coffee and donuts all over my <laughs> pants again <laughs> for the fourth day in a row. <laughs> no, no. I think they just, they just like. My wife is gonna kill me. I need new slacks. <laughs> Carter, your darn police jacket, you buttoned the wrong button on the top there. Why don't you fix that before we go into a murder scene, you jacket? Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, I think they just like, they, they go into the scene. They're not wearing gloves, you know? Oh, they're sure. not, they're not. They're not getting all of sure. the information sure. that they need. They kind of just like look over the scenes like, okay, we got it. And then yeah. we're, they're going to take a bit. They take like two pictures. Yeah. And no, then they I leave. And the daughter's Officer just Officer Blubberface, like, we need you to dust for prints. <laughs> yes, we what right now? Uh. <laughs> what is DNA? <laughs> <laughs> and I think, and the daughter just notices like, Everybody around them, like they, they have no idea. They're all like frazzled, but the daughter is just like, I think that she she had a rough relationship with her mom, so she's not Interesting. like she's uh, she's obviously devastated, but not to the f- fact that she's like it, it's corrupting her vision. You know, I think sure. everybody else around it is just like, oh my god, I can't believe this happened. Like, and don't see the fact that the police aren't doing shit. Gotcha. You know, they're just like so distraught. Gotcha. But she's just like, okay, what are they doing? This is wrong. What are you doing? Like, I know that I'm not like, I'm not an investigator at all, but like, I know this is wrong. Sure. You know, like you could be doing this or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. That, that, uh, that contends with stuff that I've set up, but yeah, the, the mother relationship is always one, I didn't know how to address a ton because if this were a real movie, that relationship would be shown briefly in the beginning. Right. And then that's kind of it, obviously. Right. Right. So setting up that, I'd argue, motivates or informs how the protagonist would then react and then act for the rest of it. I do like the idea of the police being incompetent. um, But I would argue, even if they were competent, I mean, I think every person in, in this situation would feel like, a natural born detective and want to figure right. it out themselves. True, true, true. Um, so that was that was the point of the whole murder mystery is the protagonist is trying to go through this journey and you know. I guess I just I I, I specifically said that they're incompetent just because as a viewer. Oh yeah, in these no, it, movies that like the 
the person who's not on the force or whatever yeah. is finding out all these clues. I'm like, the the police would definitely have found that out before them. Sure, right? sure. And to where this Unless would be like, face is give, give right. some, yeah, right. give some credibility to the protagonist being one step ahead or having a little insider information that the police might not. I'm right. sorry, I had it worried, but I don't know where I put it. <laughs> What's that, Chief Wiggum? He's my cousin. <laughs> And this is now animated. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, geez. Okay. So those were the main things you wanted to set up was the mother relationship and the police. Yeah. Okay. Basically. Basically, yeah. Just putting that she's going to be her own detective. A small town murder in a place much like Stephen King's Maine. Everywhere's like Maine. (laughs) Everything is Maine. It's just so much easier to do, you know, like because who's ever been to Maine? Like, well, and the thing is, is like murders happen in the city all the time, so it's like, and even people who live in Maine have never been to Maine. No, exactly. (laughs) They live in the interstitial. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Robert. So yeah, I guess you want to hear from me. So we do. I guess. I uh, (laughs) I guess. (laughs) <laughs> that, one, that one stung. <laughs> Poor Robert. So I kind of forgot it was supposed to be a murder mystery. What? <laughs> what? You literally. So what? Literally, that's no, no, the no, first. No, no, that no, was no, like no, all no, that no, my no, thing no, has. No, first thing you said. It's still the So I made a love story. <laughs> <laughs> so it stars the mom's ghost. No, uh, <laughs> so it, it it happens like you say. She's out for a run. She comes back. She finds her mom horrifically murdered. Sure. Um, I think, uh, you know, the police do all they can. She tries to help out. Um, she's like a prosecutor or something. And so she's got like a real, like nice tight uh, buttoned up job. Oh, um, the mom's a prosecutor. Uh, no, the, the protagonist is a prosecutor. The protagonist is a prosecutor. Yes. Okay. Um, interesting, but like it all runs dry and you can tell that she's done all she can and the case just goes cold. And so she's left there with these feelings of like grief and everything and this desire for like, yeah, and th- this was the point when I was uh, drumming it up where it's like, okay, she has a need for something, and whatever you choose is going to choose the direction of the movie. And she, I, I kind of went, she needs the desire to feel something, and like maybe even pain. So Holy cow. So she joins an underground fight club. Now stick ah, with Ah, this is a different movie, but yeah. I, I, let's keep watching. Okay. Yeah. So she, uh, she, she gets to the fight club and everything, Um. And like she, at first she's like pretty bad, but she kind of likes the way that like it frees her and like gets her out of her head. Yeah, she she likes that Brad Pitt character that's it, hanging out down there. Yeah, <laughs> he Brad Pitt is in the movie, and <laughs> no, he's not necessarily. <laughs> um, and and so she like she starts to to get better and everything, and eventually she develops this kind of I want to call it like a ring buddy or something, like another chick down there who's also beating people up to feel something, and they get to be friends. And the only reason that she's able to keep competing in these like weird underground boxing matches is because there's like an entry fee for it, and she's kind of riding it off of the inheritance that she got from when her mom died. Oh, and that's how she's choosing to spend it in order to get over uh, the grief of it and everything. Sure. And eventually, it gets to the point where the money's running dry, and the uh, she needs to keep doing it, and she's developed a bit of debt from a few strings of losses. Okay. And so now she's kind of in hot water with these like criminal elements that want their money and everything. And that's kind of where I, I have decided to stop it for now. Um, 
figure out where it goes from there. But sure. you can obviously tell that the murder mystery element is kind of out the window in this version. No, that's that's fine. Um, when I was trying to formulate this, I really liked the idea of not doing a traditional murder mystery in the sense that, like, you know, there's always the realization moment, the revelation of it was this person, there's always the suspects, you know, it sticks to genre. And I, I, I really like, if anyone out there has seen the movie, uh, uh, Sorry to Bother You, with the phone calling. Right. Oh, just watched it. It's just so It's good. a very different, you know, it starts off as one movie and it becomes a very different movie yep. about midway through. Uh, some people enjoy that, some don't. I necessarily don't know if I would I would go quite as extreme with with the um, with the plot turn or the the genre twist I guess but I do like the idea of not going super conventional where this is literally just another Agatha Christie book but yeah I do like that idea um, you can choose to incorporate or you can choose to <laughs> Austin kind of had a more coherent you know way of going about it sure sure no I, I like I'm trying to think where you could I mean I think there are elements from yours that you can bring in as like she starts fighting, you know, yeah. maybe. I like the idea of she's struggling to handle and process everything that's just happened because it would be a very traumatic thing. And, I, and I'll tell you, I got some of the inspiration for it for an, a movie I don't know if either of you have seen called Ingrid Goes West. Oh, so it wasn't from Fight Club? Yeah, I was going to say Fight Club. It's partly Fight Club. <laughs> just, just partly? How, okay. <laughs> just partly from Fight Club? I may have said the words Fight Club <laughs> five or six times. Meeting a friend in the Fight Club that also likes to help them fight. In the club. In the club. Like No, but are you aware of the movie, Ingrid Goes West? No. no. It's, it's a, not Fievel Goes West? Nope. Okay. It's a Hulu movie starring Aubrey Plaza, and it's really different. Um because it starts out because she's like this weird like Instagram stalkerish type Aubrey Plaza she, yeah so she plays herself <laughs> sure <laughs> kidding dig kidding. at her kidding and like it starts out with her just like getting rejected wholeheartedly by this like person that she was rejected. following on Insta- Instagram and like then her mom dies and uh, she's left with like absolutely nothing Aww. and so she decides like she finds someone new on Instagram that she's like. I want to be this person's friend. And she finds out that she lives in California. So then she takes all of her, the money that she got from her mom dying and goes out to California and attempts to manipulate and befriend this person to become their friend. Huh. It's a weird movie. Sounds kind of like Netflix's You, if anyone has seen that. I have actually seen that It's one. really good. It's interesting. I like it. I love it. I don't know if I do. I love it. That character is so messed up. I just, like, I don't... I don't know. I'm not like a huge fan of like the Dexter ish. I I'm not either genre. But I don't know why this version of it because I w- I could not get into Dexter. But for whatever reason, just the stalker and I'm not trying to be a serial killer character. I was able to connect a little bit more to. I don't know why. Even though spoilers right, like Nate. stuff <laughs> happens that gets it closer to Dexter. Anyway, um, are you guys curious to try to meld things upon? Other things that I might have written. Well, I mean, I think yeah, we'll let's, want to take hear. our uh, our side dishes and lay them uh, a whole cloth next to your entree that Ooh, you have developed. That whole was, that was cloth. good. I that like that. Good. Nice job. I like that. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I wrote some stuff out for this because I was trying to develop the idea a lot more, and it was just easier to write it out. Um, but I have a bunch of characters in this 
problem of a murder story. Um, we have the main character is a runner. I, I gave her a name. I called her Chelsea Fincher. Don't ask why. I just gave her a name. I mean, yeah, if, if you're going to write a movie. Yeah. Um, so she's a runner. She's someone who works very hard, and she works even harder at you know pleasing others. She's kind of that Instagram era Instagram prosecutor I mean, person. I mean, sure, yeah. But she, she off, in mine, that's the thing. Yeah, in my, in my version, she was not a prosecutor. In mine, um, she works as a uh, sales associate, um, but she's trying to kind of move up into the management position because it's always about appearance. It's always about, you know, what does it look like on social media? How can I influence? How can I spread my influence? How can I get people to notice me? You know, it's a real movie for the modern era. That's huh? the thing. It's it's that it's the story of that generation that's like, this is what I'm eating for breakfast today. It's this, you know, peanut butter and toast or whatever. That's a weird thing to eat for breakfast. I'm really sorry. I just no, said that's that. That's good. Um, I just I don't have any peanut butter, so I can't enjoy that right now. It makes me sad. Peanut butter and banana and honey toast though. Mm. Honey toast. Should we make a food podcast? We should make a food podcast. Cinnamon yes. architects. It's coming oh, back. It's coming back. <laughs> it's coming back. <laughs> yes. Okay, so let me just read off the bio I have for Chelsea. She's a runner, someone who works very hard, even harder at pleasing others. Chelsea often gets distracted by the way she thinks others might perceive her. Uh, The exceptions to this rule are her grandparents, who have distanced themselves from her family since Chelsea's brother recently came out as being gay. She is a sales associate at a designer retailer and hopes to move up into management soon. Um, So in this instance, I just wanted to create a little bit more friction she lives with her mother. The dad's not in the picture. The dad's name is Todd, and Todd is divorced and abusive. He is emotionally Thanks. abusive, uh, and he claims to have been out of town for a business trip when this all went down. Uh, we also have her brother, quiet, usually harmless, but always kind of getting into family squabbles, lots of screaming and yelling matches, especially over recent events. Right. Um, we also have the neighbors, um, the house on the right side is vacant. There's no one living there. It's been for sale. It's empty. Or so we think. Oh. I don't know. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I just wanted to make it empty because that's another fun little herring to throw in there of like, is there somebody in there? But what house? color is the herring? I mm. just like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I, 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 I don't know. I'm like, I'm intrigued by this house now. I almost like want this to be called The House on the Left or like something like that. Like the other movie, The House on the Right. Uh, the Right, exactly. Oh, yeah. But her other neighbors, they are living there and they mostly keep themselves. They're very quiet. They never invite company over. They've never done any housewarming things. They enjoy privacy, tall fences, closed blinds kind of deal. Right. Never said boo to the people living next door. Um, and we also have the mom's new boyfriend. Oh. And the mom's new boyfriend is very energetic. He's a go-getter. Picture Chris Traeger. Uh, but we also find out that he is currently cheating on his actual wife. Oh. Okay. So now you have a macabre of characters that you're not entirely sure who it could be. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, does a Colonel Mustard fit into this? <laughs> <laughs> well, hello, I'm back from Safari. I'm Colonel Mustard. <laughs> um, are, are we gonna? Are we gonna? Are we gonna do your dialogue? You want to read the dialogue? Yeah, let's read the dialogue. Do you guys have all the dialogue? Dialogue. We've done yes. It. All right. If you if you all want to pull up the dialogue, it is just below uh, my little bit. Oh, I have oh. dialogue written for Todd. I have dialogue written for Chelsea and Chris, which is the new boyfriend. And uh, it's just stuff that I figured might take place 
kind of directly after the murder happens. Right. And I really thought about the murder in a, in a, a visual effect, uh, effect where you have like, you know, I'll be right back, mom, like goodbye, you know, and like we just hold on the house for a second, you know, as the mother's just washing dishes, you know, just give it a minute of linger time, you know, some dead space and the mother just washing dishes. It's calm and serene. And then we cut back to the runner, uh, Chelsea, and she's running. And we cut out all the sound. It's just all we can hear is the heavy breathing of her running. <sighs> and, and like the footsteps. And like, and then we cut back between montage of her running and then just the, the silence and then her mother just being murdered. But the only sound playing is the heavy breathing of Chelsea running during this whole I'm gripped. montage I'm back and gripped. forth. I'm, I'm so gripped. I'm very right gripped. Now. Until eventually the montage catches, catches back up to itself, into which she re enters the home atmosphere that she just left for her quick run, you know, and she's out of breath and just like, you know, and everything is just destroyed, you know. Right. So, yeah. I do. Okay. I am, I'm very gripped. Yeah. I'm, My arm is turning blue. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> So I, I apologize that in my dialogue, one of us will, will have to play turncoat and be of the opposite gender, but I That's, don't care who. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't want to so, be a girl. Maybe real I quick, do. real quick, sum up the characters again. <laughs> Chelsea's the protagonist. Uh, Chelsea's the protagonist. She's the runner. Uh, we have Todd, the ex-husband, kind of the jackass type, uh, emotionally abusive, has been physically abusive in the past. And the new boyfriend, Chris, uh, also kind of came back to the scene because he also has some love stake in the game. Energetic, you know, kind of the go-getter, trying to be positive. But he's kind of that person you feel like is trying to sell his own shit. Sure. Like, right. he has right, an agenda, right, right. but he's always kind and bubbly and happy. But you're like, you're kind of sneaky. And it's very evident that he's sneaky because he is cheating on his actual True. wife. Right. right. And I don't know if that's a common knowledge thing. I think that the protagonist, I think Chelsea knows this. Oh, really? I don't know that Chris knows that Chelsea knows that. Oh. You know, Chris thinks like, oh, I'm just the boyfriend. I'm not cheating or anything. But Chelsea has found this out, you know. Which is why I think that her and her mother relationship not being all that great also sure. checks out with that because she's just like, whatever, mom, you do whatever the hell you want sure, to do. Sure. Like, I don't care. This guy is a cheat gotcha whatever that's you know that that would i like the idea of, of complicating it because obviously in the story uh chelsea has decided to live with her mother over her right. over her father i mean i think that the the wrinkle in this is i think it'll be also a family drama oh, okay i think that the you we get into their family squabble well that's that's the dialogue is it's mostly just a squabble to be honest right. so who would like to be todd who would like to be chelsea who would like to be chris uh before we move on i do notice there's like a little typo and i want to know how it's actually supposed to be read <laughs> Wait, which 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 spot what, what did i type wrong uh chelsea's first line oh yes let me let me can i change that live time is that how this can. technology i think you works? can do that live i think okay change the has to a was apologies there we go. I see it. It's it's been done. The Dang. wonders of modern technology. I, and I you can't. all got to witness it on this podcast, listeners. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's a momentous moment. Google in Docs is truly incredible. And not sponsoring this episode at all, said. Uh, anyway, who would like to be who? I can be Chelsea. I'll take the bullet. I'll be Todd. I guess that leaves me as Chris. Oh, that's okay. All right. So that means the scene starts with Wait, who? I'm Chris. You're Todd. Yep. Okay. okay, so the scene starts with Todd, and again, this is after the murder. The police have probably called some of these people up, and they're like, oh my gosh, you know, and uh, I'll get over there right away, you know, and maybe some right. questions have been asked, right. but, you know, in the background, maybe the police are just kind of taking evidence or whatever, but they're just kind of sitting there amongst the 
now ended cacophony and just kind of talking it out with themselves. Right. So Todd, you may begin. Chelsea, sweetheart, I'm glad you're okay. D- don't post anything on social media, though. This is going to have enough press as it is. Y- you can't possibly understand how this might be taken in our community. Do you really think I was going to? Why on earth would I want to share any of this? I'm not a child anymore. Why do you always have to overact like this? I'm trying to protect you. Yeah, you've done plenty of that, haven't you, Todd? Look at her. Your daughter had to be the one to find all this. And what does that say about you, Chris? For the new man in their lives, you certainly did a great job of being there for them. You really want to get into this? Just stop, the both of you. I need to sit down. You don't have to take this crap anymore, Chelsea. Neither of you needs to tell me how I should be reacting to this. She was my mother. Now she's dead. You don't have to make this about you, Chelsea. No? You'd rather make it about you right now? I was the only one here that could have prevented this. Neither of you were here, so you might as well let me handle this. Chelsea, I just, I just want to help. You're right. This, this is a lot for anyone to... I never asked either of you to be here. The police did. I'll call if I need anything. Get out. Nice. Set set in the stage. It sets some stuff stuff up. And now as the viewer, you're like, well, Todd just says don't post this on social media. Is he trying to make sure that no one else finds out about stuff? Mm. Which I'm so, I'm trying to get a, my, wrap my head around. So Todd is still in the town. Todd, Todd, they probably live in the same city, but obviously like opposite ends or whatever. Okay. And so he this was isn't like, a small town anymore. Well, it's a okay. Neighborhood. No, 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 no. I mean, no, just no, no, like no. a 10 mile Actually, town. yeah, it could be. Actually, I'm thinking that this is like a rich neighborhood, probably. I probably. Beach, I'm going to say beachside. Ooh. Beachside neighborhood. Okay. Oh, those, I like that. Those wonderful main beaches. <laughs> yeah. Like Come that. catch some rays and some crabs <laughs> while you're at it. <laughs> I think... Oh, but then the police can't be... No, no. You know what? You no, could. nothing happens in this because they're all... This is a white suburb. Nothing happens. <laughs> nothing ever happens Nothing here. ever happens here. That's funny. Okay. Yeah, no. It's the uh, first line of a trailer. Nothing ever happens. Nothing ever happens, nothing happens here, here until something did. Uh, is that such a cliche, though? Yes, it is. It is. In a world. In a time. I'm just trying to make it so that the police are incompetent. Oh, no, okay? yeah. And, and even if they were competent, I would argue you in that situation would still be like... I have insider information. I can do better than the police are doing their job. Who right. doesn't feel like a natural-born detective in a situation right. like this? Right. Yeah. Again, I'm just trying to make it seem oh, of course. realistic yeah, that no. she would find out things before them. It lends it lends agency to the whole thing, and I like the idea of like Todd's like you know don't don't be like spreading this around. Like I still work in this community. I don't want like. Because he's obviously had issues in the past, and I'm guessing people know about that. So the more of this gets out, he's like, they're going to think it's me because oh, I was yeah, abusive the ru- in the past. The rumors are already flying yeah. around because yeah. this, this family has a lot of problems. Oh, yeah. And, and Chris is trying to swoop in. He's being real kind, like, oh, come stay with me for a while. Like, this, you don't need to stay here right now. Like, Okay, what if her motivation isn't really just like she needs to find the killer. What if her motivation is the fact that people know that she has a very rocky relationship with her mother Mm. and she's the only one that was there at the time. So like she's, she's uh suspect number one. I mean, she would be, she would still be suspect. I mean, she would definitely want to find the body. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. She called it in and she was the only one confirmed to have been living at the house. Well, and the brother too, but the brother was probably off doing other stuff as well. I mean, but we want to keep it all in the same pot so you're Granted, guessing who is who. We could also make it the brother is suspect one and 
be going to the more of like the homophobia aspect of like you could. the neighborhood and the you grandparents could. and you all could. of that too. Oh, yeah. I, I yeah. wanted I wanted it to be, yeah, something like that where it's kind of the weird social moray of like, you know, all these these men figures that are hanging around in the life and the woman dies kind of thing and just play off of the preconceived notions of something like that. Right. I think oh making this just like a film about like okay, this is a white suburb and they have certain rules. Nobody ever talks about the sure. rules, but everybody knows that there are certain rules. Everybody has their nice little life. You know, maybe they're not like such a community because just like you said, the neighbors, like they keep to themselves or whatever, but like there's a social contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You the lawn shall be this hot, tall. Exactly. The, the cars must always be put away at the end of the when night. When you're at the, the beach, yeah. I want you to look a certain way yeah. so I can, everybody looks the same way. Yep. You, know? you must have one of these plants on your front porch or whatever. And this family is the only one that's really not doing the social contract. Right. And maybe they're not even breaking it that much. Like, you no. know, they keep their just the little things. A little bit long, and maybe they've got like a few funky trees. And maybe Chelsea takes dismay at that because Chelsea always wants to be in Instagram life and show off things, but now she feels like she can't show off her own house or her own living space, and she kind of wants to remain, you know, hidden from people's view. And I think this has been happening for a couple of years. I think that they're like, they they don't want to be out because her brother came out as gay, so then it's like, oh, she's kind of hiding. And I think that's the thing. Like, I... I think we enjoy her, and I think she grows as a person over oh, yeah. this movie. But like right away, she's like, I don't think she's super happy that her brother's gay. I don't no. think she's super happy that her parents are divorced, not because of the emotional trauma, yeah. but just how it looks in the community. I think mm. she's just sick of the fact that she's like, my family sucks, and I'm yeah. the only one who has to like deal with all this crap. My mom right. won't give enough of a you know damn to like make the house the way it's supposed to be. We keep getting all these letters in the mail and blah blah blah. I'm trying to make a name for myself and become noticed, but it's hard to become noticed when you have all this bad stuff right. lingering. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree completely I think, with Yeah, that. I think that she's the prominent one in the community yeah. because her, her mother has just said, screw it, yes. I'm done. Her father is not really in the he's picture. He's out of the picture, and Chris, and Chris is probably is, pretty new. And Chris is, I don't He just think, comes and goes as he honestly, pleases. Honestly, I don't think he's part of the community at all. No. I think Chris is like... I don't know, like a delivery man or something sure, like that. That sure. is now her boyfriend that sure. has kind of come into this community, yeah. which is another social contract that is being broken. Oh, like yeah, because he's coming in. outside, yeah. Yeah. you know? This is real, like, the way you're describing it, it's almost like some, like, Lovecraftian fishing town. Where, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, anybody comes in and they get these looks and it's like, are these normal people? The right. blinds open up right. and two eyes peep out at you and the fingers close right. the I was think, again. Yeah, and I was kind of thinking, like, get out-ish. Uh, you yeah, know? you know, like, like I, I like that idea because you're just uncomfortable and you're trapped in this house and this neighborhood and everything seems normal. But right. stuff isn't normal. Yeah, it's just... Is it the fact that that vacant house seems like it might be occupied at night? Right, right. Who knows? I mean, I think there... Yeah, there's... Some there's, nights you can see a faint candlelight coming from the third floor. Who knows? I wonder if there... Is there like a... Is is there a rumor about this? Is there like a a story about this house? Is like... 
you know, is there something in the community I don't where know. it's like, this is the haunted house? Is, that's where kids go? There was is an old wartime colonel that used to live there. Right, right. It could be. He, it, uh, he, he got back from World War II, and all he could do was shut himself in there while his idiot grandson shot clay pigeons in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it if he hated them. So one day... They all disappeared, but no one knows why. <laughs> Maybe and no one knows if the man still lives <laughs> there or not. But every night around midnight, you can still hear the organ play. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's nothing to do with it. Oh. Just a whole useless spooky subplot That's that never gets, that never brought, gets, up never gets brought up at all. It doesn't matter. I would I would imagine this was the house of probably someone very prominent in this little yeah. community. So at, at the end of the movie, like <laughs> the when, organ when, starts playing, yeah, even though it had nothing to do with anything. When the, when the movie, like when when like all said and done, and like Chelsea looks up at the movie like, at the like window, and she sees like the guy's face, and he just nods at her knowingly. <laughs> he wasn't in the movie. At all. <laughs> That's okay. great. Oh my gosh. Okay, keep going. But but I, I would imagine if it were like a prominent person in the house, maybe like you can have a little bit of exposition that he used to be an exemplary member of this little community, and um, but maybe uh, his lifestyle and kind of that upper high crust lifestyle, he'd gotten a lot of gambling problems, you know, and those kind of spiraled into control into other problems. That family already tore themselves apart and they left the house, but that story still lingers in the community. Uh, Nobody wants to buy that house because of, because all, of all that. The notoriety. Honestly, I like that because then it's 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 running in parallel with what's happening. And then in, it gives the, the mom an excuse house. of like, like, why do we put these stupid plants up? We're living next to this house. Like, we're not going to get any more value from putting a little plant in our front porch. Like, we're living next to the, the blah, blah, blah house. Yeah, it oh in, informs gosh. the current story with some, like, like recent history. Yeah. Idea. Okay. So this is kind of getting maybe a little ahead of myself, but sure. like I'm gonna I'm just gonna go to the end because I mean we've, we've, we've talked about it. Right? <laughs> uh, yeah, so she's in the final match of the fight club. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I I think okay. So this this house, it has this story. We we hear about the story during yeah. during the movie. Yep. It's running in parallel with this family or whatever. I think a murder happened at that house as well. Probably. Could. Yeah. Sure. It's possible. I think at the end of this movie, the the house, our house, comes to life. Our it comes house. to life. Yes, <laughs> it is a person. Of the street, Fucking Monster House. That was a scary ass <laughs> shit movie for a, for a kids movie. It's that kind was, of messed up at it times. It is yeah. messed up. And I just oh, I feel for that lady. And uh, when she dies, I was like, oh damn! Like they went there. They went and they showed it. Yeah. And it's just like oh my gosh. Okay, anyways, sorry. Back on our movie, not Monster House. Uh, but what if we turned it into we can, No, no, house. no. <laughs> so we have our house, right? I think at the end of this movie, this, this family just completely falls apart. I think everybody goes their separate ways. This community basically shuns them. Sure. I think one of them goes to jail for a crime they did not commit. Sure. I think one of them goes to jail. This is how it ends. That house goes up for sale. Ah, uh, and then at the end, we hear about another murder in the next house. Oh, so it's like an infection going from oh, house to house. Oh, right. so like every house keeps having a murder happen in it. Right. That's not bad. And maybe it doesn't necessarily have to be a murder. Maybe this house just like, again, like you said, it just it 
just collapsed or whatever. Sure. But the thing that happened with this house that really killed it was the, the murder. murder. And then maybe maybe it's not a murder in the next house. But, but it's it's tragedy. Tragedy is making its way door to door. Yes. In this neighborhood. Yes. That's interesting. Yes. We can Which go sets that up route. For a whole franchise. <laughs> we we can go that route. That would that would be the genre twist in a sense because then it's it's not about who done it. It's about why is this happening in this neighborhood. In this neighborhood. Exactly. We could go that route. I, I did have if anyone wanted to do the yeah. rest of the murder so, mystery. So yeah, what what was your what was your idea? What was well, how did it, it get resolved? Which um, I mean the thing is is like it could still get oh, resolved. Oh yeah, no. No, again, take take or leave as much or as little of this next part as you want. But as obviously when I when I wrote it this time because we've done a murder mystery in the past, dear listener. <laughs> And I did you not figure out who did it. You don't have to watch that. Don't episode. don't listen. Don't knock to on it. any of our episodes, Austin. They're all good. <laughs> They're all good episodes. It was called, and Actually, then there were touchdowns. It was it was it kind was kind of funny. Fun. I like the fun. idea. I still like the idea of a murder happening in a in a giant Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah anyway, yeah. what a giant murder in a Super Bowl setting. Maybe tune in and find <laughs> out. Uh, you could just cut out. You just just cut out me saying that. Don't watch it. <laughs> now I have to cut that out too. Yeah, keep cutting. We wanted to keep it long and grown out in the beginning, Robbie. Now, now you can trim the edges if you want. Trim, These trim are, this part. This is not edge. This is like fat in the middle Everything of the I'm muscle. talking about right now, you can trim it. No, Inclu- no, no, including no, no, no. me, this, this point. Okay. Okay. I'll get back to it. I hate this. So a little bit of retcon because I didn't want to lead anyone down ideas because I'm sure you mm-hmm. probably all are thinking who might have done it. Right. But it's actually... Um, Colonel Mustard. No. Uh <laughs> Another a little quick retcon aside. I did have it planned out. I just didn't mention it. But um, that the police were like, yep, your mother is murdered. It doesn't look like anything appears to be stolen from your house except for your mother's laptop. That's gone. Oh, okay. Okay. So then, you know, we get the little dialogue that we went through, blah, blah, blah. There's probably other scenes. I, I really like the idea of someone who wants to get noticed now doesn't want to get noticed at all. Kind of wants to escape from social media. It's always on the news. You kind of play with that, her just kind of losing interest in those activities, going maybe a little bit depressed with this whole thing. Um, I could never contend with maybe she starts running a stupid amount more and like going on a treadmill and turning it up to like 50 or just stopping running all the time. Or or fighting. Or fighting, I guess. I I had a cool idea of like she just keeps ramping it up and then eventually she just falls off the treadmill and like lands across the wall in which you could cut to like a flashback of her and her mom or cut to something else. And then she eventually kind of comes to and her whole leg is just beat to crap. Like it's just, it's red and bruised. Like, cause she was going way too fast and she's exhausted. And when it flung her off, she like slammed into the wall behind her or whatever. Right. You know, and then she just kind of comes to, cause she can still hear the treadmill, you know, like it's still going off in the background. Yeah. Um, but during this whole chaos, um, she like doesn't even know who to reach out to, and then eventually someone reaches out to her, and it's it was her mother's old college roommate, and she's just like, oh my god, like I'm so sorry, I heard about all this, like your mother and I were great friends, blah blah blah, um, you know, is there anything I can do? I I, I flew back in town for the funeral, blah blah blah, you know, like that's fine, um, but then you find out it was the mother's old roommate because the mother was blackmailing the roommate, and that's why she stole the laptop. Huh. Blackmailing the roommate. For- I was thinking that the mom was probably jealous of the roommate because plot twist. At one point, they were dating. Okay. Um. And she now has information because the current 
the current the roommate. I, I guess I don't give her. I'll give her a name. Shelly. Let's call her Shelly. Shelly. Uh, Shelly. Is now. I don't know. I was. That was the next part. Was like either she's she has a job where she can't be in any scandal, and the mom has images of said scandal that she cannot be involved in because of her job. It would ruin her life. Right. Oh, and maybe because the because mo- the father is left. I mean, she has no money left. Yeah. Maybe this is where she's getting. This is where money. she's getting a little bit of that extra income. Right. But I, I just for the fucking mansion yeah. that she lives in. I liked the right. idea of like the the revelation of it was the roommate the whole time, the only person who's you know seemed to be genuinely kind and like reached out and came back for the funeral and whatnot. Turns out to be her during the revelation, you know, because she fell off the treadmill and busted up her leg, you know, and she's like. And your mother just had to put on more pressure and more pressure and like, you know, like squeezing and like breaking her leg or whatever, like during the, the, the final villain monologue or whatever. Ooh. That was, that was about as far as I got with that whole thing. But it was originally intended to be um, the mother's old roommate, Shelly. Right. I kind of like that because then I think that we get flashbacks from the mother basically just like chewing out the son for being gay yeah you know yeah when when in reality she, reality she, she also yeah, had that yeah and then it, it lends credence to like did you even know your mother right you know well and and the thing is is like she again it goes back to she just needs to be in this community and put on this face or mm-hmm. whatever the same way that her daughter is trying to put on, put this, on face this face to exactly be, yeah and i think and yep. then I, and then i think then the end the end works out for the daughter and the fact that she's like, I don't need this fucking community anymore. Yeah, she'd probably it. leave it all behind. Bu- this right. is a bunch of bullshit. Yep. I think there's an end scene where she's I think like, she's done being fake. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I think she finally gets over the brother. I think that she she grows in that sense too. Mm-hmm. I think they completely cut off their father like fuck you bye yeah we're done chris too they're just like you yep. were also terrible we're just gonna go somewhere else you know yep. the brother yeah. and the sister and so everybody le- and but then the wrinkle can still be there this all gets resolved i like that yeah but then everybody in the community just thinks that it's just like all this shit happened. i think we get we get the community talking about it too, and they're talking about it in different. There, we see that it works out in the end for this family. Yeah, it works out for everybody. But in the community, in their perspective, their it's perspective like, is like, awful. "Oh my god!" Like she did this. There goes another house that we're never gonna be able this, to sell, and it was just terrible. And yeah. that family was gross, and that murder happened. I heard it's haunted. Blah the, blah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah blah yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah, you know, you can still hear the organ music at the stroke. Of right, the night, right, blah, exactly, blah, blah. and so. In their mind, it is this plague that yeah. keeps going. And then we get at the end, the next house, something happens. Doesn't necessarily have to be a murder. Something happens, though. And I like then, that. And then, and then it cuts. Yeah. You right. just, but you get this idea that this plague, which honestly might I, be a good thing for this community, as we found out. Sorry. Hold but up. they Hold think it's a plague. <laughs> so the last shot of the movie is like, like a wide shot showing three houses in the middle is Chelsea's house. On the right is the old, like, like three story, like, you know, unsellable house. Right. And on the left is the, like the closest neighbor to them. Right. And Chelsea, it's, it's just holding on it. Chelsea walks out of the house, um, briskly kind of looks back for just a second and then walks out of the, on the sidewalk, out of the frame. 
<laughs> and then the house on the left, the neighbor's house, just blows up, just like the roof <laughs> flying up. <laughs> oh, my and then God. <laughs> oh, my God. Or you could go back to the neighbor's house, and like it's after like someone knocks a little for sale sign in the house next to him. You know, and the guy's out there like smoking a cigarette in his bathrobe, just shakes his head or whatever, like goes inside. But then he comes back outside with like a manila envelope, and he takes out the blackmail pictures, and he burns them because he was actually the one blackmailing, but making it seem like it was the mom. Interesting. Hmm. I like that the mom was blackmailing for money. Yeah, though, no, I, like, I just, I just no, literally threw that out yeah, there. No, 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 I like I the mom. I like that though better too because it's like you didn't, you never knew your mom. And honestly, I'm fine with it. Not the whole house blowing up, <laughs> but like I'm fine with like the kitchen. The kitchen yeah. blowing up. Yeah, yeah that'd be kind of interesting. I was, I don't know. I don't know what kind of... St- would that be like a Coen Brothers shot or something? Just something stupid, stupid. like that? Maybe. Something the- cooking on the stovetop, but- and then it like pops funny, and, and all of a sudden like you can just see like a big flame blaze from like the long shot coming from the kitchen window, and then we just cut. Yeah. Right. It's just something that's showing like this is this is this is creepy. making its way this is making its the- way yeah. which again we found out that it might not be a bad thing True. because this people is a bad are because it's a shitty community yeah. and people are getting out it's wiping out the bad people the only way to get rid of the rot is through fire and cleansing <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah and you could string that that whole sub idea through with like really weird quirky side characters that oh, pop yeah, up and say weird up. cryptic things yeah. like that yeah exactly yeah. just like and they're just Nobody has empathy. Nobody has empathy for this mother dying no, like, in this no. community. Almost in a way, like they knew it was bound to happen at some point. They were just waiting for when. Like something Weirdly. was happening. Yeah. yeah. Not that and they say that, but like no, it just no, no. It seems I think they, like. They definitely are like, oh, I'm sorry for your loss. Yeah. Like, it, and like some cryptic all, message. Like, it comes for us all at some point for, or something. Right. It's like, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Or yeah. just like, yeah, she just, she had a rough life. Or something yeah, like that. and then Chester's like, like, "What are you talking about?" And like, like, "Oh, death! Like, we all die eventually." And right? Like, well, yeah, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do we want to do any other extra features on this? Yeah. Are there any corners we want to visit? I I think we've covered most of it. We actually have. We 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 wrap this up in the beginning. Five... Of oh fuck! Right. <laughs> long enough. Welcome to Design Corner, everyone. <laughs> We're going to design Chelsea's house. Well, you know what? Let's design all three. You know okay. what? Let's yeah. design this little little block here. Okay. So, so we're sticking mind, with the beach house theme? Yeah. Yeah, I like the beach and back. Except the unsellable house, which is just like you're like, it's... It's a Victorian. I knew style. it was Victorian. I knew it's it was Victorian. It's, I've watched like at oh. least two or three videos on why the Victorian house is the horror house at this <laughs> yeah. point. But it's a film symbol at it, this point, it you know? Yeah, I think I, I I'm sorry. I the houses don't have to necessarily be beach houses. I'm just saying there's a beach sure. back. Okay. Um I think I will steer away from some of the cliche though, because it's not gonna be a black Victorian house. No, 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 no. I, I think, think it should be a white house. I was yeah. gonna say, yeah, it's it's like a Or like, that it was white and now it's fading and it's like a chalky bony white. Exactly. I was picturing yeah, like a, a bunch of like colors around the cornices around the top and everything, yeah. right? Like around the like the brackets holding things up and it's like maybe there's some like what was what used to be like gaudy pinks or something that were like hot pink or something. Right. But they're yeah. like so faded now that they almost yeah. match the rest of the house and right. and in that it's like this uh, you know, sea salt like ravaged Victorian house. I yeah, I don't think it's decrepit though. Right. I no. think it's faded. It's faded. But it still not, looks 
It's beautiful. sellable. Yeah, it, it yeah. doesn't look like a complete, yeah, like you're saying, spook house, but like yeah. it's definitely not prime real estate. And that and that's why I think it, it also re- reiterates the fact that this is just an a, a obscenely clean neighborhood. Yeah. To where the fact that this house, which is a nice house by anyone's standards, is not a nice house in their neighborhood. Sure. Right. You know? Oh, sure. by the way, it has a turret. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was just, sure. I was, yeah. For sure. Yep. Yep. Spire. And the turret. Witch hat. Which yeah, hat, which hat. The hat. turret probably <laughs> faces uh, visually towards Chelsea's room or something. Yep, I was uh, You want to get that paranoia scene where she's like looking into the other house and she feels like she sees something move <laughs> right. in the darkness right. or something. I think, yeah, because it's, it's a house on the right, so then the turret's on the left, and then the entry is on the right. If, we're, if we are looking yep. at it straight on. Straight on from the street view. Yeah. And it's probably got a little porch or something. Yep, por- wraparound, wraparound porch. Wraparound porch, overhang. Yeah. Yep. So then Chelsea's house, I'm thinking, is more like modern Californian. Okay. Okay. This doesn't have to necessarily be in California, but that's the style that I'm thinking. Okay. Clean lines. Yep. So this uh, was built recently because we're in like Maine. Are we still in Maine? <laughs> I was just we joking. We could be wherever be. you want. We could There's be I in think Maine. we're in Maine and this is deliberately California. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll be in Maine. So like the weather is not like super, super nice, but they have a beach. Yeah. You know, yeah. you can't go yeah, swimming, but there's a beach. Right. <laughs> it's it's beach run property on a, a beach that's kind of shitty. Yeah, it's yeah. cold and there's rocks everywhere. Right. It's a beach. Exactly. And, but I think their house is, to, it's not new. Okay. It's. I think it was built in probably the eight, so maybe postmodern actually. All right. Post-modern, postmodern California. So it looks like a teacup. <laughs> not that. <laughs> not that postmodern. Michael Graves, come to us. <laughs> I'm thinking like. I call this the rooster house because it looks like a, a rooster. rooster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking like they're on the left hand side is an angled roof that just cuts in the middle. And then on the other side is this just square wrap around double porch right. that is two stories. Oh, that's story. very, very clean, very clean lines, okay. circular and square windows. Okay. And then the what color is the thing like a pink. Okay. Like a, like a pinkish, like a, like maybe that pink was supposed pink. to be something that ties the neighborhood together. So maybe yeah. every house has a version, a version of pink. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Gross. Okay. <laughs> uh, you get your glass block in it. Woo! Glass block. Austin and I have been having a feud recently <laughs> about whether or not glass block is good. I say I like glass block a lot and Austin cannot for the life of him find an example that he likes. No, I what? hate glass block. What? I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm giving he's you giving glass you, block he's here. He's giving you great glass block. Because it's postmodern. <laughs> sure. So I'm thinking this was built in the 80s. That's, sure, that's what sure, I'm thinking. Sure. The uh, 80s beach house dream. Yeah. 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 You can see it. Yeah. And then, yeah, and, and this is the thing. They're in Maine, but it's definitely, like, from California. Sure. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, they wanted this house. And I think it was this family that built it, too. Yeah. I think it's, it is. They tore down whatever was there and then built this. <laughs> sure. Wow, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the next house over is... Is the neighbors. And I'd imagine it would look really similar to Chelsea's house. So you're okay. probably going to have... Maybe there's maybe they only kept one spot with glass block because the neighbors aren't super keen on it. But there's one spot in the front that has glass block. But the rest of their windows are a lot more modern, like because they've they've probably got money. Yeah. They've got some tall wood slat fences that go 
you know, probably eight feet up. Uh-huh. I'd imagine their house is the least colorful of the ones on the block. It still has color, but it's a lot more muted and it's a lot more natural beiges and browns and yeah. tans and grays. Yeah. Um, they do have pink, but they have the least amount of pink because uh, it's just on the top of the uh, window trims over all the windows. Oh, okay. okay. So okay. it's like a little like sash thing. On the yeah, top. a little yeah. sash thing. And maybe maybe it runs underneath the... Uh, I'm trying to think what the proper terminology is. So- uh no, I was thinking the roof, uh, the the peak of it, that runs underneath the soffit on the other side of it. I'm trying to think of the right words. Fascia. Fascia, probably. Uh, yeah, I yeah, think it's fascia. Yeah, I think fascia is the word. Thank fascia, you. Yeah. <laughs> Three future architects who don't know terms. Um, <laughs> there are a lot of there's a lot of freaking architecture. Okay, talk to me about door many. hardware. <laughs> so many. <laughs> anyway, I'm sure the fascia is probably pink, um, but. I would imagine their whole house is a darker color. Not that it's black, but it's probably like a, a dark green, like an olive almost, maybe. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And they got little kind of elements of pink showing out in spots. Uh, they've got glass block near the front entry, but like I said, every other window is not. I think also they have elements of like newer design features yeah. that don't that don't match the house at all, yeah. but they're just like, oh, this is new. You yeah. know, like a pergola. Yeah. In oh, front sure. somewhere, yep. yep, and like maybe uh, what I'm trying to think. And they have immaculate plantings. Oh everywhere. yeah, 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 yeah. They're they're probably the best house for plantings yeah. on the lot. Oh, I think part of their their house has shakes for some reason. Yes. Yep, it's got it's got cedar it, shakes. It doesn't go with it, but yeah, like they're just modern. Like, but yeah, that's different. No, but I mean, I think shakes are coming yep. back. Okay. You know, like I think people like them more in like in the cornices. I think it's that like California that. beach house dream, but you can tell this is the one that's slowly becoming modern. Okay. Versus the other contemporary. ones. Contemporary. Sorry. Yeah. Contemporary. 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 Because <laughs> modern is definitely a thing. Because we haven't figured out what the design the, the, of current, of yeah, current time is. is yeah. It's just called contemporary. contemporary. Right now. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so I would imagine it looks like that. Um, but yeah, it would it would be the same style as that kind of Californian with the, the high roof angles and whatnot yeah. and the cuts of everything. I don't know. Man, these people suck. <laughs> yeah, no. Building they, all these I mean, weird houses in Maine. It's yeah. all they're all McMansions. Yeah, yes, they're all of they them all are. are. McMansions. They're designed to look much glor- more glorious than they probably than they are. are. Yeah, yeah. And they're and they're all just going with the design trends of the time. Yep. Yep. Except Chelsea's house because they didn't. They, I mean, they don't have money anymore. No. So it's like they right. they built it in the eighties. It hasn't changed since then. Correct. Which honestly looks nicer. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's cohesive. Which oh, which then runs in parallel with the whole story. Which it's like yeah, they're they might be different and they're kind of weird or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But it they're it's actually better. Yeah. Sure. It's actually better. yeah. It is actually better. Yeah. Like it kind of runs counter uh intuitive to what you would think of the neighborhood rules is that their house is actually probably going to be better in the next 10 years than all these other ones right because it has remained original anyway yeah okay uh i think that just leaves one more avenue open to us and that's casting yeah i agree cue the music back and we have a uh, a bevy of choices here we got two each in fact mm-hmm. oh yeah how about how about i start yeah do, do it, it do it do it 
Uh, so I cast uh, both Todd and Chelsea's mom, who's got it going on. <laughs> um, is her name Stacy? It is now. It, it Redcon, is. it's now Stacy, not Chelsea. No, 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 well, no, no, I mean, no, no. Her name is Chelsea. Oh, the mom's, mom's name is Stacy. As yeah. a subtle nod. Yes. <laughs> Just a real wink to I the like camera. That. <laughs> All right. Um, so for Todd, who's again supposed to be the kind of like awful, abusive ex-husband guy and everything. Um, both of these picks are very easy, and I hope you're not disappointed in me. I went with Josh Brolin. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Actually, I, I think that's a really good pick. Oh, good. Yeah. Because like, it works. Yeah. It had been really easy to pick like somewhat overweight, like kind of looks like a deadbeat, but like, you know, Josh Brolin, I feel like, you know, would he's he's you bit, saw he's, him in he's, cable. He's cut. He's cut. Oh, he's yeah. cut. And like clearly someone like that, you know, might look like they could be that, you know, high end executive, but at the end of the day, just an ass. Yeah. Just an ass. You know, just gets uh, yeah. finished telling her off and then just says yeah. perfectly balanced. And you would be scared if he was physically abusive at times. True. Yep. So yeah. that's a good pick. Thanks. And uh, for uh, Chelsea's mom, now going by Stacy, we went with the ever immaculate Meryl Streep. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Dab sound effects. Please Good tell Lord. me Chris is horns. really young. Is Chris really young? Because uh, that, that would be perfect. I hope so. It would be fun. I can I could change I, it. Yeah, no, I, no, no, don't change it. I tried don't to go for it. an older-ish couple because I was like, okay, so Meryl Streep is... How old is Josh Brolin? So. Josh Brolin is... I mean, he's older than 40. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I was just like, because Meryl Streep has got to be older. He can look old. He can look, yes, yes, that's it. He can look yeah. old. Okay, that's fair. Or also, he can look like a fun purple monster. Also, man. haven't we told ourselves before, we're not caring about age. We need to stop caring We're ageist age. on this podcast, We are very Austin. ageist on this podcast. <laughs> so you picked right. Good job. <laughs> oh, good, thanks. Good job, Rob. Yeah. Um... Austin, how about you go next? Okay. Um, so I did Chelsea, and I did her brother. Chelsea, daughter of Stacy. That we're going to go with Jay. Todd Jr. Oh, okay. Jay. Jay. Yeah, we're going to go with Jay. His name's Jay. 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 Is this a real person, Jay? No. Wait, what, 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 are you, what are you, sorry, who? What is, what's going on? The brother. I'm trying to name the brother. Oh, brother Jay. Gotcha. That's fine. Yeah, sorry. I was like, I don't know an actor by the name oh, of Oh, yeah, Jay. just Jay. I was <laughs> like, who the heck is <laughs> no, that? No, 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 like no, Zendaya. No, no. They got Jay. some clout if they're just to have the one word name. Or Beyonce. Or letter. <laughs> okay, well, for, for Jay. Played by Beyonce. Played by Beyonce. <laughs> no, uh, he's going to be played by Timothy Chalamet. I know that, but why do I know that? Ooh, Call me shit. by your name. Oh. oh. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's a good pick. Mm -hmm. That's a good pick. Yep. And then Chelsea, our protagonist. Correct. The star of this film. Uh, Correct. Uh -huh. We were just looking at Greta, so I picked <laughs> Chloe Grace Moritz. Oh, nice. from Greta. Excellent. She's really cool. Yeah. I like yep. that pick. That's a good pick. Thank you. Thank you. Who did I have? I had Chris, but who was the other person? Oh yeah, Shelly. I had. So, um, do you notice that all of our women's names end in E? Shelly, yeah. Stacy, Chelsea, Bambi, Tammy. Uh, <laughs> Terry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, so I, I, yeah, I have Shelly, and I have. Well, I want Shelly. I think is a good name because it's like 
no killer's name is Shelly. That's true. a lovable true, true, true. little lady's yeah. name. Yeah, her name's probably actually Michelle. And to fit know. a character who I know has the acting anyways. chops to flip on a dime, but to not instantly come under suspicion of like, that's the bad guy. Mm. I went with, and it might be wrong of me, but and also a, a little older to be like, you know, they went to school together, but not, not sticking to being Meryl Streep age or whatever. But I chose Amy Adams. Oh, I feel the like best pair of roommates. I feel what? like she'd pop up and you'd be like, "Oh, of course, Amy Adams in supporting role or whatever." But like, then you'd be like, "Oh, she's actually the killer." Oh yeah, Amy Adams that's... needs a a lead. Wait, she has a lead role in Arrival. Oh yeah, no, and that's great. Yeah, <laughs> she she has plenty. She's plenty of big big roles. But that's cool. I forget the movie, but it's it's the one where Jason Bateman, who's always just this like you know clownish idiot. Uh, is turns out to be like an abusive husband or whatever in some fucking movie. Oh. I forget what it is, but it's just, it's such a great little turnaround because like he acts like he normally does in all of his roles, and right. then it turns out to be really abusive. And you're like, terrible. Wait, what? Yeah. Wow. And I like that twist with Amy Adams, right? Because yeah. you, don't, you don't, expect don't expect her. Yeah. No. no. Is that the gift? I think it is. That sounds right. Okay, that's a good movie. Oh, that's a really good movie. Gift. The gift. I, oh, I've always wanted to see that. That's a good one. It. Yeah, go go check it out. I will. Yeah. But yeah, I picked Amy Adams because I was like, she's got the chops. But I feel like preconceived, you wouldn't expect her to instantly be right. Because at right. first I was like, oh, Julia Roberts would be terrifying. But I'm like, but you might expect Julia Roberts to be terrifying. I don't know. Julia Roberts is also very, very like innocent. In True. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I don't know if she's ever played a villain, but like. She can be a hard-edged person in, like, Aaron right. Brockovich. Like, she I think, does not yeah. take bullshit kind of thing. Yeah, because I was also thinking in that role, like, Jessica Chastain, but I think you would automatically You would think, assume. yeah, you'd okay. be like, oh, she's the bad, yeah. yeah. Here's a take, Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Yeah. I just, to me, I'm trying to pick some, I wanted to pick someone big enough name, but I was also like, I don't want them to be so big where it's like, you're wondering why they're not more in the movie. Because Sandra Bullock's such a big, big, big name. It's true. Well, I think Amy Adams, and she's a huge name. But too. I, but I think agree. Out of like all of our list, Amy Adams would be the least one that you'd expect sure. To, yeah. to be. So that's color. that makes it the best pick. Okay, yeah. good job. Nice. And then I've got uh, Chris, who now I want to recto, re, uh, retroactively change um, to be Zac Efron or something. <laughs> <laughs> Meryl Streep and is Zach going out with Efron. Zac Efron. Oh my gosh. I want to change it to that. This is it the can best be. Cast I'll let you ever. vote. It'll either be that or my original pick, Ewan McGregor. Oh. Obi Wan Kenobi. Right. That wouldn't be bad either. Because... I almost considered him for Todd. Really? really? I, yeah, I did. Wow. That's, That's interesting. Funny. Yeah, no, I, I like Ewan McGregor because I feel like he would hold enough presence for the scenes when he's not getting along Zach with Todd. Because I think Zac Efron would just be like, whoa, man, like, I'm sorry. Laugh yeah, laughably, laughably young, yeah. you know. Yeah, let's do Ewan McGregor. Yeah, I agree. I think that's probably the best course of action. Yeah. I'd rather see Ewan McGregor and uh, Josh Brolin kind of have words yep. rather than Zac Efron and Josh, Josh Brolin. Yep, same. Josh. All right. Sweet. We did it. We have our movie. We sure do. The Thanks House for on the listening. Right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's canon. I don't want to. It's call canon it now. I don't want. I don't want this to be the moment where the listener realizes that I'm disappointed to have titled it <laughs> "The House on the Right." Well, at least it's the end, so it's still a surprise for them. True. I, they don't. They, they don't didn't know, know you were going to give in till just now. I guess. <laughs> Unless you don't have Fuck. to. You don't have to name it that. We'll. You know what? We'll see. We'll see. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> um, 
be sure to rate and review us on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or whatever the heck you're listening to this on. Um, you know that helps people out. You know that helps us out specifically. Tell your friends. Yeah. Tell your friends to listen to this podcast and tell them how good it is. <laughs> or break their kneecaps. You, you know, tell them through Apple Podcasts, through a rating. Yeah. Or, with or, words. You know, t- tell them, with words, tell them, please. Th- this is your homework. Tell them three things you like about this podcast. Yep. Uh, That's right. And there are correct answers, so we'll be grading. <laughs> there will be a quiz after the show. If you want to email us those answers, I'd love to grade them for you. That's right. <laughs> yeah, you can find our uh, email and Instagram both at Cinemarks. Not Carl Marks. That's Cinema RCHS. And uh, once again, all of our music comes from Nike Schneid, and you can find and listen to all of his stuff at SoundCloud.com slash Nike Schneid. Hey, Robbie, I just thought of something. You Shut. don't suppose we're not getting any of these emails because they're sending them to Cinemarks dash not Karl Marx. <laughs> Like, do you think they put that all in the thing? If that's the case... That would be buck wild. Dear listener, it is definitely not Karl Marx. And that's not even in the it email. It is for sure title. not Karl Marx. Well, if you went to our Instagram, our email is on there. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. So just follow the rabbit hole. Or our yeah, Facebook that's, that's page. That's Instagram.com slash Cinemarks. And we have a Facebook page? Sort of. Austin? We will now. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's all you, baby. That's all you. <laughs> Um, so that's been, that's been the show. This has been, it's been good. It's a very successful murder mystery starring some fun old people. Awesome. For Cinema Architects, I've been Robbie. I'm Austin. I'm Nate. See you next time. Quip today? Ah, uh, not today. Uh, it died. Oh, oh murder. Murder.